When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. guys welcome to the wine over matter podcast bonus episode for big brother i am here as usual with courtney you'll find her at coco loses hi courtney hi laura how's it going pretty good how are you i am good i'm ready to talk this last week of big brother i know we're um hopefully we're gonna remember as much as we can because we're a little behind this week by a couple of days and <laughs> I feel like I watched Sorry, these episodes so long ago but it's a um, fast-paced world exactly um so yeah so this week we're going to be covering episodes 12 through 14 so that's Wednesday um August 4th Thursday August 5th and Sunday August 8th in case you're not watching until you're listening or however that works. So you need to make sure you don't get any spoilers if you're behind. Um, so right off the bat for Wednesday's episode, um, we kick off with um, Hannah truly believing that she's the pawn. Um, Derek X having no clue about Hannah, didn't know that she was even on anyone's radar. And so he like kind of felt pretty blindsided by the whole thing from what I remember. Yeah. So, um, from there, we had a King's meeting. Sarah Beth was like hardcore fighting for Hannah to go home. Like she was going really hard with that. Um, Xavier, because Hannah's in his alliance for the um, the cookout, he was fighting for Whitney. And then um, Alyssa was also wanting Hannah. And Christian was thinking it should be Whitney. I don't. Why was Christian so after Whitney? That I don't know. Um... And it's funny because I like Sarah Beth. This was actually the first time she kind of was rubbing me the wrong way. Me too. And it's funny because logically, I understand why she is doing it. Like, Hannah is a bigger threat. Whitney didn't seem to know much of what was going on. So it makes more sense to get rid of Hannah. But I like Hannah. So it was making me mad. I was like, just stop. Yes, I know. I was absolutely, like, team wanting Whitney to go. And I just... But I didn't understand why everybody was wanting, like, if she just seemed like the easy target. Because I was like, she's not really a threat, in my opinion. Well, I think it was just, again, like we've talked about, lack of many viable options between their teams and their, you know, huge alliances. Yeah. And, um, you know, I just think... Again, I get it confused because we've there's been so many episodes, but I do think there was some chatter at some point last week about them wanting um, a girl to go home. Yeah. So I think figure, well, we had our bets. We put two girls up. We're definitely getting rid of one, you know? Sure. Okay. Um, so yeah, from there, um, Xavier then confronted Whitney about saying a king had to go because that was like his big argument was like basically like Whitney was like gunning after the kings and 
Um, that's why she needs to be the target. So Xavier like confronted her about it. Um, Cause at the time right now, is Xavier our, our HOH right now? <laughs> yeah, he is. And okay. what was interesting about that conversation to me was I try to always remember there are things going on in the house that we don't know about. I didn't get a chance to go on Reddit and see if I missed anything. But when they showed the specific conversation that everyone kept referring to, she never said anyone's name specifically. And saying, you know, you said my name, you said our names. And she was like, I didn't. And she was so frustrated. And based on what we saw, she didn't say any names. Yes, she said their team. But I mean, you know, they are also the only full team. So that made sense. So I kind of bad for her because she truly believed what she was saying and um he truly believed what he had heard so I don't know where that miscommunication came from yeah because then I think from there she went to talk to Christian and was like wanting to know who told him that she said a king had to go and everything and she was still completely denying it um because even though she said but like everybody was saying it it wasn't like it was just her who was saying it that was right. why she was like so frustrated. Yeah, I did. I did feel bad because it's just hard when both sides think that they have the truth or whatever, you know? Yeah, exactly. So, um, yeah, from there we get a, one of those random filler scenes where Christian's in the backyard randomly doing backflips. Um, and Brittany is the only one back there with somebody else. I don't remember who was also back there. Well, it was another girl, I think, but I can't remember who it was. Yeah, I wanted to say it was, like, maybe Alyssa or something. I don't know, but, yeah. Water aerobics in the pool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, Christian starts randomly doing backflips, and then Brittany challenges him to do backflip burpees. So, he's like, yeah, I can do that. So, then he proceeds to start doing, like, a dozen backflip burpees, and um, it was very impressive, but... It was. I didn't even know that was a thing. And you and I were saying earlier, all he really did was put, I mean, I I even was thinking it. And then you said it like, you're just showing everybody what a physical beast you are. are. So like, take it. I mean, she said, oh, just do one. And he did like, what, 10? Like, and it, I'm sure they, obviously they're very hard, but I mean, I say it like I know I can hardly even do one regular burpee, but, um, he made it look pretty effortless. So I was like, man, I don't know what you're doing, but yeah, he needs to chill it. He's just doing nothing besides like proving he's super athletic and putting himself even more so on people's radar. Exactly. So. Exactly. Yeah. So, um, then we go into, um, basically a scene with Aza. Apparently she has this huge crush on Xavier and (laughs) was starting to get really jealous of Whitney flirting. And that was basically the grounds for why she thought Whitney had to go. (laughs) I have a lot of this. Okay. One, at least she's being honest. Okay. Like, like that's why it makes me mad. They flirt, but also I, I was like, no, 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 no. Like she was acting like, you know, a, a junior high girl with a crush. And I did not, I was not here for it. I didn't like the way she was acting about it. And I just thought you haven't even made a move, told him you're interested or anything. And you're just trying to get her out. You don't even know if he'd be interested in you. And then they 
cutting to her, giving them like dirty looks when they were flirting. And I just was like, no, I'm not here for this. But then she actually told him and it was so awkward. Oh, painful, Laura. He was just like, he had no idea how to respond. He was like, oh, and then it like went to him in the diary room. And he was like, sticking with my operation, no mance. Like Literally was like, Oh, I have something to tell you, but I shouldn't tell you. Oh, I'm so, I, I thought, I thought it was obvious. I was cringing. It like, was no, super cringy. Oh, I guess it would have been cute if he reciprocated it. Cause then maybe he would have been like, well, I think I know, but I think he just was like, please don't say it. And I was yeah. like, please don't say it. And she said it. And it was like really awkward. Oh. It was so awkward. <sighs> so yeah, from there, um, Derek X says he really wants to get the veto. I don't know why I think it would be like him having to show his cards by saving somebody and he'd be having to go against the Royal flush. So I know Christian wouldn't want him to use it. Alyssa thinks he wouldn't use it. So why would he want to win to save Hannah? To me, it just seemed, it didn't well, seem like I, a great idea. I I was thinking about it. I agree with you, especially because he's already won a few comps. And so it's kind of like, stop putting a target on your back. But I think him and Hannah seem to be in like a, like a a relationship. They seem to like each other. And I, again, we just know no matter how you feel about being the pawn, sometimes they do go home. So I think maybe it was just in case he was worried about it, or at least you have the option in your hands. But, and I think he did tell her he would have used it. Um, but again, people always say that and then you don't really know until it comes sure. time for, it. so, um, yeah, so I actually, that's actually where I had made a side note in my notes and I put like, did Der- Derek X and Hannah, did they even really have a showmance? Cause like a couple weeks ago, they made it seem like they were like kind of having one, but like, it doesn't, I think they're really good friends, but I haven't been getting showmance vibes anymore from them, but they were making it huh. seem like that was a thing a couple weeks ago. I guess I sort of just was operating under that assumption. I know when she saw she was nominated and she was kind of upset, like, you know, that's who she went to. And, you know, they like gave each other a long hug. So I don't know, maybe they're toning it down because you don't want a target on your back. Like, you know, chrysalis, whatever. Yeah. (laughs) But um, yeah, that would be my, guess um but again that would probably be something that on the message boards if they've talked about it people probably have made a note of that i'll i'll look into that but yeah i assumed they were a showmance of some sort um but you're right even if not maybe he just i don't know yeah because i know they definitely addressed it on the show a couple weeks ago but then it's never been really showcased again and like you said maybe they're just kind of trying to like pull back so um you know what's so I feel like I don't know what it is about this season, but I feel like there's episodes where like things are really heavily focused on like on Wednesday or whatever. And then on Thursday, like you don't even hear about them. And like there was one episode where I totally forgot Claire existed. Like we hadn't seen her. And I don't know if it's because she's got that safety or what, but I was like, damn, yeah. these editors do not care about her right now. Dude, it's so, wasn't true. so maybe they've just fo- decided to focus on other stuff I don't know uh she's definitely hardly on this show right now right okay I was like oh my god I forgot about her <laughs> yeah no she's hardly on the show um 
From there, we have another quick filler scene of Aza moonwalking and then conveniently falling into Xavier. <laughs> needs to stop. She needs to chill. Uh, but then, yeah, we get in straight up into the veto comp. Basically, um, okay, no, it wasn't. Xavier isn't HOH. It was Christian. No, I think Christian. Yeah, we got our, I was thinking about it, but I was like, eh. <laughs> Yeah, okay, no. Now that we're getting to this, sorry, everyone. Guys, it's a lot of work to keep track of the shenanigans going on in this house. I know. One day we'll get better at recording closer to the actual episodes. and We got <laughs> Probably by the end of the season in a few weeks. Yeah, right, I, exactly. Um, but yeah, so Christian, Hannah, and Whitney are obviously competing because Christian's HOH, Hannah, and Whitney are, were the nominees. Uh, Christian draws Claire, um, which... Claire has made it clear she will leave the nominations the same. Mm-hmm. Hannah drew house house guest choice. Obviously, she picks Derek X, which I still I'm not sure if he would have saved her or not. I'm assuming he probably would have, no matter what. But I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then Whitney drew Aza. She also would leave the nominations the same, I believe. Um, Tiffany starts telling Hannah about like Sarah Beth, like targeting hard for Hannah. And this was just like another one of those scenes where I feel like we've been getting one almost every episode where Tiffany's playing this game hard. She's like giving yep. people advice and she's kind of like going at them pretty hard. And this was kind of like one of those scenes like where Tiffany was really in Hannah's ear that like Sarah Beth is after her. Yeah, there's been a lot of like message board chatter about Tiffany and just like sort of that whole aspect of it and just like how aggressive she is kind of about these discussions um so yeah that i am finding that interesting um yeah so then from there we go right into the veto competition uh this one was called bb beach volleyball this is definitely a competition that is done every year it's basically a big um like a tunnel ramp so you basically have to roll the ball over the hill but you don't, you can't do it too hard because it goes too fast because you have to be able to run onto the other side and catch the ball. And so you basically can't let the ball hit the ground. So you have to like push it over the hill, run to the other side, catch the ball, push it over the hill, catch the ball. Um, you have to do that a hundred times. If the ball hits the ground or you drop the ball, you go back to zero and you have to start over. Um, it always like, in the grand scheme of things, like, seems like, oh, that shouldn't be that hard. It always, by the time they're, like, halfway through, like, their arms are dead. They, it looks exhausting. I I always think that, and it's just so much of it is timing, and, Mm -hmm. I mean, God, if you trip, like, I just, yeah, that's another one where I'm just, like, I don't think I could do this. Well, and that was the thing, too, is not only did they have to run on the other side, but they had to, like, duck under a, like, a volleyball net. So yeah, it was just like, um, and I think like you eventually your arms start getting heavy. You're like, you push the ball and it's like rolling back to you because you're not trying to push it too hard, but you can't like get it over the hump. And yeah, ugh, yeah, it's just always exhausting. Um, Sarah Beth was like actively really rooting for Whitney, <laughs> um, but too bad Whitney was like the worst at this competition. Oh, and honestly. The thing I do remember was Brittany, like, I kept hearing Brittany yelling, you're doing great, Whitney. (laughs) I was like, no, she's not. She, like, couldn't get more than a few points at a time. It was so bad. 
I know, yeah. Uh, yeah, so it was seeming pretty close between, I think it was Derek X and Christian. Like, Derek X was doing really good as well, but uh, Christian ended up winning again. He is just, like, such a big threat. He is, like, a comp beast. And everyone's just, like, letting it happen. I know. So, um, yeah, after that, there was um, Derek X ended up making a comment that insinuated Whitney wouldn't be there the next week because he basically said something like, (laughs) oh, me and Hannah next week or something like that. And Whitney overheard and she was super pissed. It was, was it about being half knots or something? And he said, well, it's only going to be me and Hannah next week anyway oh and she was so mad she was so mad she was like cool I guess I'm you're just automatically assuming I'm going home so and at first I mean it was funny because he did seem he realized what a mistake it was and I truly don't think he met you know sometimes you say something and you like forget who's in the room or whatever like I just I don't think he met, he obviously didn't mean to hurt her feelings or to even like, I guess, reveal that, you know, she for sure was the one everyone planned on voting out. That was, it wasn't, I was like, is she mad because he made the comment or is he, she mad now? Cause now she knows like everyone's going to vote her out. Like, but she really like was not letting it go. Yeah. I mean, yeah, she was mad like to the point where she then, well, and I mean, I think she would have done this either way, but she then goes up to Christian in his HOH room Um, And she starts basically giving her reasoning why he felt Christians should save her, pull her off the block and put up Derek X instead, because he's just like (laughs) such a bigger target. And she went ham. Yeah. (laughs) Which, um, and then Christian of course said he would consider it. I mean, in the moment, HOH is always like, Oh, that they do have, good points but I don't know how much any HOHs ever really consider those types of things so true um but yeah so from there veto meeting Christian ended up keeping the nominations the same so next episode it's either Hannah or Whitney (laughs) um so from there we get into our Thursday's episode episode 13 um Basically, right off the bat, we find out, like, basically between Cookout and Derek X, there should be plenty of votes for Hannah to stay. Mm -hmm. Um, Tiffany also then um, says she wants to have a final two with Hannah. And Hannah seems like she's completely on board. But I feel like Hannah would. I mean, I don't know, because, okay, let's say Hannah has a final two with Derek X, which I don't know if they've actually formally ever said that or not. But let's just it but I'm assuming that it's implied yeah and then if you were Hannah and it was like you won and you had the choice between Tiffany and Derek X based on the performance thus far in this game I mean wouldn't you rather take Tiffany well that's what's so hard because it's like it always so you're saying if it was Hannah and she got to pick who to go to final two with for jury to vote I think I would only because Tiffany does seem to be rubbing some people the wrong way. So it seems more likely you would get the votes. Um, But I think it's hard because too, like in terms of who would deserve to go, 
Tiffany's playing a really good like mental and social game, but mm-hmm. Derek's playing a really good physical game, and his social game's not that terrible either. So it is really hard. And then do you say you are in the showman's? Do you? take him with you knowing maybe you can't beat him or do you leave him and you take the person you think you can beat? It's, it's so interesting. It's always like, I'm always interested in like the psychology of people's choices in this game. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, Tiffany asks Hannah to do a final deal right after that. We go into another scene with Sarah, Beth, um, and Kylan discussing a final two deal, but, um, which they agreed to, but then Kylan kind of immediately went into the diary room and shared like his loyalty is to cook out over Sarah Beth, which I now, found interesting because I thought it seems like him and Sarah Beth are really close, but that means there's like what six or seven people in the house he's going to be more loyal really, to for her. Yeah. Now again, I don't. I think it was this episode, but I don't know if we've got to it yet. Um, when the whole weird blow up where Tiffany said good morning and like nobody answered her fast enough and she like freaked out oh my gosh when oh yeah we're getting to that i have that in a couple couple notes okay. down okay great because i really like how kylan handled that and that made me think about that okay let's discuss that when we get to that i mean okay, we're almost great. there um so yeah so tiffany mentions each cookout member so i thought this was a brilliant thing that tiffany basically came up with So basically she's saying that each cookout member has to have a pawn outside of the cookout. So basically that person that they're close with, that will always be that extra number that can help the cookout when needed. Um, So it makes you have to think outside of your duo, like, or make the outside think that your duo is with you and kind of keeps the eyes off of the larger alliance. Right. I thought this was so smart and I don't really think of a time that anybody's like kind of thought like this before. That's what I was just going to say. And I'm starting to wonder, like, will we see, so how many people are in the cookout? Seven or six? Okay. So let's, I could do this. Um, so we have Aza, uh, Big D, uh, Hannah, Tiff- Hannah, Kyland, Xavier, Kyland, and Tiffany. So there's six of them. I mean, honestly, if they all stay loyal to each other and they go with this plan, or uh, maybe we'll see a final six that's the cookout. And then in which case the jury is going to be mostly cookout members. Um, because I feel like they played it smart. They have kept it small. They haven't, nobody has told anybody else about the Alliance. Um, and now she's got this really good plan. And like you said, I haven't seen that done before. So I feel like it's got traction like it could work really well yeah I think it's super smart because yeah you have then just everybody like having their their mouth in their pawn's ear which really makes Mm -hmm. the alliance of six more like an an alliance of 12 yeah those other people just don't know they're in it (laughs) exactly you're having these people that are able to help without them getting any of the benefits for sure um from there we get into Christian wanting to learn Big D's sexy walk, which, oh my was, <laughs> which was hilarious. Like it was really funny. He just had no no move of his hips, and it was no it was pretty good. Just another one of those funny filler scenes. Um, and then this is where we get into the scene that you were talking about. Basically, I don't even remember. 
who was who Sarah Beth okay so basically Sarah Beth was talking to Kyland and was it Christian or it was another guy I think and it was very innocent they were talking about oh my gosh it was an actor and I can't remember who it was now and one of them was like Sarah Beth doesn't even know who so-and-so is and she's like well I feel like I would but like what else has he been in and they were literally just talking about a movie and then Tiffany walks up to the group and she said good morning in my opinion it was kind of quiet and you know they were already in a conversation and I don't know when you're in a house with people 24 7 I don't know how polite you always are but nobody else said good morning and they stopped talking so it made them all look suspicious and that's what she said she said you know I walked up and the conversation stopped which is so funny because they were not talking about her I think they were just caught off guard yeah and then, and, well, because she immediately kind of snapped and I truly think maybe they didn't hear her too yeah I agree and I, I think and she just said that the only reason you guys didn't say good morning was because Sarah Beth was there right and then she gets all huffy and she goes into one of the rooms and so Kylan does follow her and I really, I was like, I need to employ the strategy in my own life. Like he was like, can you tell me what happened? Like, why are you upset? Like, I would have been like, what a bitch. Like she didn't even give me a chance to reply. And she, she copped an attitude and she said, I said, good morning. You know, you guys didn't reply. You stopped talking. It was weird. It was because who was there. And he was like, I'm so sorry. I honestly didn't hear you. Good morning. And she was like, Oh, good. Now you say it. And I was like, Girl, you need to calm down. She, does, she gets, she goes zero to 60 really quick, which can she be doesn't. real. She needs to like cool her temper. Kylan, I, I just love Kylan. He's still one no, of my because favorites. Said, well, I was raised where if someone's upset, I want to talk about it. I want to see what's the solution. Like he was so sweet and calm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Well, that's not how I was raised. And I was like, All right. <laughs> So like, I think they smoothed it over, but she was not happy. And I think, I think he thought she was crazy, but he was like, you know, I don't want this to be a thing. So let's take care of it. And it is also funny this season, everyone in the house does generally seem to get along. There really hasn't been drama. So the fact that like, this is the drama that takes up like five yeah. minutes episode, compared to some of the crazy shit we've seen in the past was just cracking me up. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, basically from there, Whitney goes into full-on campaign mode. She was working hard on Alyssa because I think, which made sense because I know she knows that if anybody can convince Christian and yes. to make some changes, like Alyssa can probably do that. So I think she was really working on Alyssa to have, to basically have Alyssa convince Christian who can then convince more of the Kings and um, try to get more votes for Whitney to stay. Yeah. But but yeah, from their live eviction based on the speeches though, I really got the assumption that will by based on what Whitney was saying, like she already had felt defeated and she kind of already knew she was going home. Oh, I picked up on that considering that Hannah was dressed like a hobo because usually when you're nominated for especially the girls like you that's your fancy dress that you've brought and you do your hair and maybe Hannah's not like that in general I don't know but she was like in her Tennessee shirt and her shorts and I was like oh this girl no she's not going anywhere yeah, she was you're like, not if you're not hey. gonna be having your speech with Julie then I'm exactly. not even gonna bother getting ready exactly 
Yeah, so we go into the live vote and eviction, and sure enough, it was um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. What was that? Ten to nothing. Yes, and Basically, and she everyone did, voted for Whitney to go, <laughs> and she didn't even make a comment. Like, wow, guys, not one sympathy vote. Yeah. So you know, but I definitely think everyone expected it. That's the only thing. Again, I like a season where everyone's kind of like nobody's an asshole. Well, Brent was, but he's gone. Everyone kind of is like a chill, cool person that I kind of like, but so there's no surprises and there's no drama. And it's like, it sucks that you have to have it one way or the other. I feel like, I know I need a little bit more drama to start happening. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) Okay. So I will make a, I will mention that. So Ever since you mentioned it in last week's bonus episode about no studio audience, it made me really sad. Oh no, I'm sorry. I totally noticed it because I hadn't, I hadn't really paid much attention to like how it's so different with like everyone cheering when they're peeking out the door and everything. And then I was like, oh yeah, this is kind of sad. It's just like anticlimactic and like, yeah, it is sad. And I know the house guests usually thrive on like that 10 seconds of like other human outside interaction. And so kind of just like, wah, wah, you know, (laughs) you know, but from there we got the big news that we discussed also on last week's bonus episode. We knew it had to be coming. The teams are done. Yes, I'm very glad about this. Me too. I think it's going to be shake up. So it went straight up to solo game. I think it is going to take a good week or two for people to like disconnect from their teams. Because I agree. Nobody was that like nobody built strong alliances with their teams. Like most right. people are loyal with their team members. But it wasn't they were like final four or final three or anything. Yeah. Well, and it's funny, too, because I do think like we talked about, there's a couple strong two people, maybe final twos. But like, really, it's that cookout. And like, that's not all one team. So I definitely think that they're more loyal to their alliances than their teams at this point. Yeah. Um, So it. We start an HOH episode. Now that the teams are gone, we got quickly into, well, we're not going to have the wild card comps anymore, which those are fun. So I'm kind of bummed about that. But um, we got our first like long. um, I was thinking of, I said, this is for Laura. You got, you got HOH that was not over in the same episode. It went on for a long time. Yeah. Cause this is the first real big, um, what do they call it? Um, Endurance endurance thank you like the first like big endurance challenge so this is also a challenge though that's done every season i always like this they basically are standing on a small ledge up against like with their like backs up against a wall with these tiny little hand platforms little things to hold on to like basically kind of like if you were to go rock climbing like they look kind of just like little nubs to try to hold on to and um basically the wall moves more and more forward so you're leaning forward there's always rain always lots of water um and then there was the slime or it was supposed yeah. to be throw up but i was getting nickelodeon vibes total um, nickelodeon vibes this competition will... oh go ahead why were they wearing goggles they have never worn goggles before Oh, interesting. Do you think I, it's like a COVID I, thing? Somebody can correct me. I'm almost positive they don't usually wear goggles. 
And do any of the house guests have glasses? I'm wondering why. They and that's why I was wondering, is it maybe because since somebody has to wear glasses, he had goggles <laughs> over them. So they allowed everyone. But so no them. one has ever had glasses in that comp before. That's what, and that's what I'm saying. I could totally be misremembering this, but I was like, I feel like they never have goggles and maybe I need to just Google and see some like photos from old clips. Of but this. also you're right. He is always in his glasses. Maybe a lot of people with glasses do wear contacts. Yeah. So, but that's, that is interesting. Um, no, I hadn't even thought about that. I, I was really into the slime because again, yeah, it gave me Nickelodeon vibes. Um, and this is one competition there's ones like, um, it should be coming up soon. Like Otav where I'm like, Oh, that would be so fun. This one does not appeal to me. I have no upper body strength. Um, My lower body strength's not great either. I would fall off right away, but I like it because by the time you're getting to the last couple, you're always getting people like making deals. Like if I win, you won't go off. This is the one where people are so desperate to finish. They will say anything. That's pretty much any all endurance, all endurance competitions come with deals. Yeah. So true. Um, That's a good idea. But yeah, I, um, yeah, so basically episode ended with that competition pretty much just starting, um, right off the bat in, um, so now we're on episode 14, which was from Sunday night, uh, B- Big D was the first to get eliminated, which I don't know if he was joking or not, but he, he had made a comment about like, this was the co- competition for him to win or something like that. Yeah, I felt bad because sorry I'm, like, I'm trying to get my dogs inside You're I felt <laughs> bad because I know and I'm like the light keeps changing you're probably like what is she doing over there um I felt bad because he did really think that for some reason and I'm like I don't know why you thought that yeah. like at least seems like the one least likely you'd win I, I'm not trying to be a jerk I just nothing considering that they just gave us or at some point, maybe this episode, a montage of all the naps he takes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just wonder why he thought this would be the comp for him. But he, yeah. I, he's so sweet and he seemed so down on himself. I know. Um, yeah, so from there, Tiffany thinks Alyssa needs to be the target um, if all cookout and their pawns are safe. So Tiffany is already saying she wants Alyssa to be the target. Um, they must have gone into that during this competition because I have that in my notes for some reason. But um, I also then made note that the goggles really sucked because did you notice that in the goggles, like people had like a pool of the slime like sitting in their no. goggles? Oh, so it kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, because it was literally just keeping this. So I saw people taking the chances and taking a handoff and like removing their goggles. I wonder if they had to keep them on because if you, so I guess the thing is, if it was a glasses situation, you have to allow everyone the same advantage, yeah. but if you didn't want to wear them, like, did you have to wear them? Well, I don't know. Cause like I said, there were people who took, ended up taking them off during the challenge. Yeah. Interesting. So, I don't know. But, um, so yeah, after big D the next to go out was Claire. Cause she's kind of like, why the hell do I care? Cause I'm exactly. Saying- uh, then it was Sarah Beth, and then it was Hannah, and then after that, there was a little bit of time. Kylan was the next to go out. That was putting it at an hour that he was on there. Brittany went out about five minutes later, and then um, shortly after that, I just remember Ozza going, I'm losing grip! I'm losing grip! And it was like the most dramatic fall. <laughs> yeah, uh, I don't 
You what? I don't know what she's doing. If it's all like everything's for show now, she's trying to get Xavier's attention. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah. So then Tiffany falls after Aza. And then, so now at this point, we just have Derek X, Xavier, and Alyssa left up there. I automatically assume like Alyssa is going to be able to, because she's a pretty tiny thing. And like, that's who, and I mean, Derek X doesn't look like the biggest guy ever. Right. This this competition is always for like the tiniest girl in the house and then a smaller guy who's fit. Like that's who are going to win these challenges. Yeah, I agree. The thing with Alyssa too, is that she is tiny, I guess. But again, if you don't have the stamina, you know, that might not even help you. Yeah. So I really wasn't sure which way it was going to go. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So it's just them three Christian saying that he like believes he is safe. He feels super good no matter what, basically because of the Royal flush. Um, Alyssa starts asking Derek X to drop. She's promising him and Hannah safety. Um, but now Derek X is promising her safety and that she wouldn't even see the block. Um, so after he says that, cause he basically like just really wants that HOH. And so Alyssa then drops at an hour and 20 minutes. Um, but I don't think she meant to, cause she was pretty emotional in the diary room. Do you think she meant to drop? I don't think she did. And I also was going to ask you if you were in this position and people start offering you things and you're really tired and you want to be done. Do you stick it out because you can only trust yourself or do you take the chance? I mean, what do you think you would do? I mean, it's so hard because it just depends on the situation. If I was Alyssa, I mean, you think in your head you're safe because of the Royal flesh, but you also know people are gunning after the King. So I feel like you really, despite the King still being a thing, people are still I know based off teams and stuff right now. Totally. Well, and it's hard. Then sometimes you see like, so if it was you and I up there and you know, I'm offering you all this stuff and you don't want to drop and then say, I do win anyway. Well, maybe now I'm mad at you that, you know, you dragged it out so long. So it's kind of, it's a, it's always really tricky. Yeah. So I, I personally don't think she meant to, she seemed pretty emotional in her diary room. Um, so now Derek, it's just Derek X and Xavier. Derek X basically is telling Xavier, no, you, cause they're both like you jump. And he, the other one's like, no, you jump. Um, but Derek X is like, no, you've already been HOH. Don't be greedy. Um, but Derek X is like, I promise you're not going to go up. You're not my target. I will not be putting you on the block. And then, so Xavier did drop. So we got Derek X's HOH. I know I have a, an issue with that too not him winning but I understand so Xavier already was HOH I totally get it but also that doesn't mean he's safe this week you know what I mean so it's like if that were me I I'm just I feel guilty all the time about everything so I would think well yeah I want him to get the chance I want him to get his letter and all that but also like what if then somehow by some twist of fate, you do end up going home and you're kicking yourself, you know? Yeah, no, a hundred percent. Cause I know that kind of stuff happens, but um, yeah. So then Derek X drops and they all do the whole like congratulating Derek and like, yay, congratulations. 
And Xavier like immediately goes over them and he just starts saying like, all kings are safe though, right? We have a deal. Oh and Derek X is like, no, you're safe. <laughs> like, yeah. tell him that in that moment. But um, he doesn't have to agree with that. Basically he told Xavier he was safe and that was that. Like yep. Xavier all of a sudden is trying to like throw safety in for all of the kings and Derek like um no and it's like bro did you forget like you're playing your own game now worry about yourself yeah exactly um so Derek says obviously the easiest move is to go for the two jokers which is um Aza and Brittany um but he says the harder but better move would be obviously to go for the kings um if he agreed with his deals though that he had made with Alyssa and Xavier that means Christian and Sarah Beth would have to go on the block. And yeah. that's what Hannah wants is Christian and Sarah Beth to go on the block. Clearly. So she thinks this is a great idea. Um, but all of the Kings at this point are feeling very confident that they are not the target. So yeah. they're, they're going through this game with all the confidence in the world. So um, once again, I made a note that I felt like Tiffany was regularly playing too hard and people are going to start getting annoyed with her bossing them around. I don't remember exactly what she did in this instant, but what I do know, this is also the scene where Tiffany randomly said Royal flush in front of Hannah. Yeah. And okay. So do you, you think it was an accident, right? Like, I don't think she did it on purpose. But oh no, I she did not do it on purpose. That was a full, uh, there's too many damn people in the Royal flush. You assume well, that's that like, the I know, poor Derek, who's like, what the heck do I do now? Derek X played it off so well, like, he just thought nothing of it. Like, he wasn't like, uh... And then she didn't even realize she said it. She's like, I didn't say that. And they were like, yes, you did. I know. So, yeah, she... (laughs) Yeah, that was so awkward. Maybe Um, that's what you meant. Like, she's just playing so hard, she can't even keep track of who's in her alliances and what they're called. Yeah, and then when she went to talk to... uh, so Hannah like played that off well though. Like yeah, she was she did. like she was like, so tell me about the like she acted like she wasn't mad about it and sure. so and then but she did when she she um called it out to Derek, mm-hmm. he like she basically then went to call it out to Tiffany too, because I think she wanted to see if the stories matched. Right. Well, and you know what? I don't blame her. And I actually appreciate that because just because you have a certain kind of relationship with Derek, I felt like she still wanted to verify. And I feel like that shows she's putting her game first as she should be. Yeah. Um, so then we go into, um, I think it was Big D telling Aza basically like she needs to start like having more of a poker face. Yeah. And Aza even says, like, my flaw is my face. And honestly, that is a hundred percent me. You can read me like a book. If I am pissed, you know it. I'm not, I do not have a good poke. Like, I wear all of my feelings like on my sleeve. I um I have a similar problem. I was surprised no one did actually call it like rusty bitching face or resting bitch face. Yeah. But like I, I was wondering if something else triggered that, if it was just a general statement, um, if it had to do, obviously we had seen the clips, like she was throwing a lot of dirty looks to Whitney, um, you know, when she was doing the flirting, yeah. 
but I guess are other people talking about it? I'm wondering, like, I'm just wondering where this came from. And also like, she was like, well, when I'm angry, people know I'm like, what are you, what do you have to be angry about? Yeah. Like, you know, you're kind of just floating through right now. So I was has nothing curious. to be pissed off about in this game. I was wondering, um, if they needed filler and if that did come from like a previous episode maybe dealing with Whitney um I I feel like they do that sometimes but it wasn't like that big of a deal enough that's true and it's so hard you know it's hard to pick it out too because these people wear the same like yes literally for three months I know exactly it's so true for them to edit it how they would like yeah so true um so yeah so then from there Derek X goes to have a talk with Xavier which I was so glad he did um, basically to just clarify, like, hey, I made a deal with you. I'm, I didn't make a deal to protect all of the kings. And I think Xavier, like, accepted that from yeah. what I remember. Like, he felt like, you're right. I mean, he tried. <laughs> and you know what? That's great. You got to give him credit for trying. Yeah. Um, and also it showed kind of his loyalty to the rest of the kings, but it is what it is. Yeah. So, um... From there, Derek X has Sarah Beth up in his HOH room, uh, mentions to her the potential idea of her being a pawn. Um, I didn't like this conversation at all. Why not? Tell me more. Okay, here's the thing. I understand what he was doing, but why, unless you are super close with someone in this house, I feel like it's never a good idea to say like, can I put you up as a pawn? Yeah. Um, especially in more recent years where pawns have gone home while they're intentionally or by accident. So he basically said to her, what would you think about it? And she was like, I would be mad. I don't like it. It's not fair. It's not right. And he was like, yeah. okay. So like, she totally steamrolled him. And I mean, good for her for being honest. Um, but he, I, I don't know if he thought she was going to be okay with it, but then once she said no, he was like, well, great. Like, what am I supposed to do? So you kind of backed yourself into a corner. Yeah. Cause then he, um, he just knows he doesn't want to put up Christian like Christian's yeah. his target. He's mentioning Christian is target, but he doesn't want to put him up because he knows there's a very good chance he yep. can win Tito and pull himself off. So he yep. really wants to make sure he can backdoor Christian. Um, so yeah, he starts going through like, the everyone in the house he asks sarah beth if she'll be a pawn she's like no thank you and asks big d he says no thank you asks aza <laughs> she says hard pass ask <laughs> Brittany, and Brittany, of course like about has a meltdown about it i can't like, i can't bro. <laughs> he literally asked like five or six people if they'd be a pawn and nobody very rarely is somebody like i mean i guess and usually anybody who says it they yep. are super close in the house but if you ask somebody that you're not in an alliance with and you're not close to in the house, they're going to be like, I don't feel comfortable with that. <laughs> exactly. And that's where I just think he shot himself in the foot. You just pick someone and you do it. And yeah. if they really are your pawn, then you know what? They'll, they'll get over it when they're still there the next week. But yeah. I just didn't, he's too nice. That's the problem. I know. So yeah. So basically everybody has said, no, nobody's given into his <laughs> pawn conversations. So he doesn't have any clue what to do. But Hannah just really starts pushing at the Sarah Beth being a pawn again. Um, so we get into the nomination ceremony and Sarah Beth and Brittany are on the block. So I think um, 
at least he still has one strong king on there that he can get out if for whatever reason somebody wins and won't change the nominations but, but like I think, immediately Britney started crying again I'm almost I like home because I love her but I can't deal with this like they didn't even give her this maybe maybe in the episode that's aired since um they've covered it but they just did like the whole like the narrator was doing his voiceover and they just showed her crying with I don't know probably big d someone giving her a hug again and I'm like oh god here we go again yeah. well but and and if anybody was like kind of okay with the pawn thing like when she was confronted by um Derek X she was like well I don't love it but I mean she was kind of hemming and hawing about it she yeah. wasn't flat out no like everybody else so um so she then acts like so shocked and upset as if she's the target again like no you've never been nominated because <laughs> anybody actually wants you to go Brittany I know it's almost so- like at this point or at this rate is she going to be the most nominated player ever and like then somehow wins (laughs) (laughs) I just so yeah it was just funny because um I was like oh here we go yeah so I mean so yeah the goal is and I mean this episode's already aired so I'll probably watch it tonight but we'll I did accidentally I'm not gonna say but I did read a spoiler by accident when I was on reddit earlier trying to refresh myself for what we were going to talk about but so much has happened since those episodes that i couldn't even find anything from the episodes we were talking about because (laughs) so i did accidentally see something um so i'll be interested in in your thoughts for you know the next few episodes and i was thinking i feel like this must go till what end of september because they started late this year i will tell you that i happened to see today that survivor starts on Wednesday, September 22nd. So okay. I think there's a good possibility Around the 22nd then. could be the finale. A lot of times they'll do Big Brother finale and Survivor premiere on the same night. Okay. Interesting. So we probably have, but that's still see six weeks. Usually goes three months. How long have we been doing this for? So we didn't start until the beginning of July, I think, right? They okay, usually start so, in June. We so started that- like one or two weeks late. Yeah, so September 22nd, that seems like that could be. Well, and who knows what other twists might be coming. You know, we haven't had a double eviction yet. Um, So I don't know. I assume we'll get one, maybe two. Um, So, yeah, it's really, it's interesting because, again, I like this season, but I sort of just feel not even blah about it because I do like it. And here's the thing. They actually are all playing the game. Mm -hmm. So I like that, but it's like everyone that's going home. It is. It's like personal, really. There's because there's yeah. really no one that's like, oh, well, they did this to me game wise. So they're going home. It's kind of just like they're taking them out one by one. And I feel like I'd like to see, I wouldn't like to see, but like it needs to be an Xavier or a Christian or a Derek X, like a strong competitor, a Hannah. Like, let's see something go on, you know? But it could be argued those are the people that should be there the longest because they are playing the best. So, yeah. So I don't know. It's either going to be Sarah Beth, Brittany, or Christian. We'll see. Um, and I have a little tidbit for you. I don't know if you've seen this. This is not spoiler related, but so I guess a lot of the cast who's already been evicted is like on cameo now and they're doing cameos and there's some drama about, do you, do you remember hearing, I think her name was Christy or Christine. She was one of the original people who got picked for this season. And then she tested positive for yes. COVID. So yes. I don't know who replaced the bald her. girl. 
Yes. So she, so I guess they said Frenchie was charging $75 for a cameo and Ooh. she's charging a hundred and she didn't even play one second of the game. That's insane. And how and do you so think I guess, to be on cameo if you've never That's done a really good question. And I <laughs> guess that like Brent and Frenchie have been, I haven't seen any, but I guess they've been doing Instagram lives and they've been like making fun of her and teasing her about it. They're like, she's really trying to insert herself in the season. Um, and I guess Whitney's mad because she tried getting verified on Instagram and they wouldn't verify her. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like silly drama and I'm like living for it. But like, yeah, now that more people are getting evicted and you get sent home, but now you're, you know, wanting to see how many followers you gained and all this other stuff. You want to do your cameos. I think it would. I mean, cause really think about it. If I paid, I don't know how much like Brent is charging or whatever, but like, say it was your birthday and I sent you a Brent cameo. Like, you'd pee your pants like that's hilarious <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's like, like nobody's buying like... a brand cameo because they want to it's because it's like a Ex- joke exactly that's what's that's the thing it's like it would be so funny but you're not getting my money sorry <laughs> yeah oh my gosh but so if everybody wants to chip in five dollars each <laughs> or a dollar each and um put towards us getting a brent cameo for the podcast that would be great <laughs> My birthday is in August, by the way. Yeah, everybody. Let's do do a champagne. And then they'll be like, and you should go listen to their podcast where they made fun of you every episode (laughs) you were on. And then I don't even want to know what he would say. So no, thank you. Yeah. Oh my God. Anyway, but yeah, so I'm excited to hopefully have some more excitement this week now that the teams are done. Yep, for sure. All right, guys. Another week in the books. And thank you guys for listening to our Wine Over Matter Big Bro bonus episode. As always, find us on socials. Courtney is at Coco Loses. I'm at Crunches Before Brunches. And we will see you sometime next week. (laughs) Thanks, guys. All right. Bye.